0: Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langsner.
2: All right, guys, so what's going on? It's Jordan Marshall. We're back again. I'm sitting here right next to my man. Uh, he keeps me in line, everything rocking and rolling, Michael T. Uh, Mike Langsner over here. And, uh, you know, we've been uh, rocking this podcast for you guys for a, a couple of weeks now. And thank you to all the listeners and the people that are tuning in uh, for some awesome uh, Bar and Bot Misfit content. Uh, as you know, you know, our crew here at Explosive Entertainment, we are so privileged and, uh, and fortunate to not only be a, a huge powerhouse here out of uh, the New Jersey and uh, Tri-State, Monmouth County area that we, uh, we've we set up shop in, but we also are very fortunate enough to be able to travel the country and make great connections with some incredible, incredible entertainers. And today with us, straight from Boston, bringing a little bit of flavor, uh, pure energy entertainment out of Boston, my man, Johnny K. Johnny, say what's up, man? <laughs>
0: bringing in a little flavor. All That's right. it, so bro. I hope it's not, not sour. <laughs> <You know, but laughs>
2: it is definitely yeah, not sour, thank man. Thank you so
0: much for uh, thank you for considering me as uh, somebody that you would like to to talk to. I you know, I'm honored by that and uh, I greatly appreciate it. I'm doing well, man. You know, I'm enjoying uh I'm enjoying the night with my uh, my little boy and uh, my wife and so yeah, I'm doing great, you know. Life is life couldn't be better.
1: You're you know? you're our first guest with an accent. This is yes. special for us.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love it. I'll, listen, I'm going to now that you said that, I'm really going to turn it on. So start asking me about cars and parking, parking, parking. Have, I say parking. People,
2: but, people are going to think sorry. they have to adjust their uh, their their uh, their stations here, but it's not you guys. Johnny's bringing it. We got it. So it's all on us. Yeah, over I, here.
0: It's it, sometimes it's a downfall because people, you know, people love to make fun of Bostoners, but I can't help it, man. It is what it is. You know, you park a car and you, uh, you stay "My," how it goes.
2: No, man, we, we really appreciate it, bro. And, uh, you know, Mike and I have, uh, been fortunate enough to know you for, for many, many years. And, uh, we have nothing but the utmost respect for you, your business, your hustle, uh your drive so you know thanks for, for rocking out with us so,
1: so this, this well, is likewise man this, this likewise. is episode eight of mastering mitzvahs and uh the whole goal is to give our listeners some solid content uh you know around the country of true professionals that understand bar and bat mitzvahs uh, we interviewed a uh, past client a couple of weeks ago which was a lot of fun but why don't you tell us just uh you know give the listeners a little idea on you know your your, your background how you got into the business how long you've been doing this
0: Oh, okay, so, uh, you know, I've been doing this for about 20, I'd say 23 years now. I started when I was 28, uh, so you can do the math on your own. I don't want to ruin my own evening, here, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> you know, um, but, I, you know, I started, I was just playing music, um, and, you know, I was going to, like, to clubs, and I would see the DJ in the the background, and I was just kind of drawn to the DJ and um and in, in more so, I don't want to say the control, because I've learned better now that it's not really controlling people. It's just really feeding into people's emotional states and, you know, um, playing something that they really vibed with and then watching their reaction. And I didn't know really what was going on in my own mind, really what I was learning at the time. But I just saw this DJ would play, you know, music and 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 the, the the next song that he would play, the crowd would get greater and they'd get louder. And then the next song that he would play would get later, and louder and crazier. And I just was I was drawn to that. And I think that you know I when, when I was when I was a little boy, I you know I, I had was bullied, and so I think that you know for me, I was always trying to find something in my life that would get the approval of of others, you know. And so this seemed to be like you know. This seemed to be the thing, you know. I, I wasn't really a candidate for college. I tried it for a year; it just didn't work out. So I really just liked it. I just wanted to be the, the star of the center of attention and the star of the show, you know. So, Johnny, did you kind of,
1: did you work for any other companies, or do you just went in head first and started your own?
0: No, I actually did work for a guy. Um, and so what happened was, I was at a club. I saw a kid. His name is Peter Solaris, and this guy, I went to school with him and he was just, you know, he was mixing up and he played like eight songs and they were flawless. And I just walked up to him and I said, Hey, you know, he was like, Hey, what's up, man? I'm like, how you doing? He said, uh, I said, uh, I just noticed that you played these eight songs and, you know, I just want to know why did you pick those songs? And, 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 you know, you know, I was just asking him questions about the order of the songs. And he said, if you're asking me this question, then you really need to, explore being a DJ because you really th- this type of question is really mm-hmm. very it's it's important enough that that it would drive you to become better because not a lot of people understand that they need to know this why do you play the next song remember in the beginning of this conversation i said why you know when when the DJ would play the next song and the crowd would go to the next level and it just was natural for me to think about why is that you know, what what I didn't realize was what was happening was as my career went on, it it became all about emotion. And awesome. and it all it became about <laughs> personality styles, emotion. And That's so right. I didn't I wasn't able to put that into context until, you know, twenty years later because I, you know, I was just a DJ at the time, but I right. didn't realize Really what we actually do for a living is we we work on emotion and we try to bring, you know, you have to figure out who the people are that's in front of you and then you have to drive them through the music that you play, right? So, I mean, that's kind of how it started. So when I talked to him and he said, you really should be a DJ, come meet you know this guy that, that I work for. So I'm, I'm not going to say the guy's name because uh, it really wasn't a great experience. <laughs> but I went and I we, We've all got one guy. or two of those. It's all but good.
1: You you learn from those experiences, though.
0: Yeah, I went and worked for this guy, and then you know, um, and then you know, I did, you know, I was brand new. I was green, but I did a couple of jobs for him, and then you know, I I guess somebody had called on me, and what I found out later on was that. He took the job, and so right. I quit my own. I quit there, and I went out and started my own my own company. That's awesome. And you know, I didn't you know I didn't know anything. I mean, I did my first wedding at a Knights of Columbus, and uh, I had to I had to call a DJ out of the yellow pages. His name was Gary Titus, you know, and Gary Titus was the one that taught me how to do the bridal introductions over the phone, this guy, like out of nowhere, he taught me how to do bridal introduction. So I already learned how to mix and I already learned how to program music, but now I, I, I'm doing these, you know, I'm doing these private parties and it's really, I just want to tell you this really awesome story. How I got started was I took out ads in 12 yellow page books. And back then, if you, if your phone was turned up and not have to pay for your yellow page ad. So I was like, I, I'm just going to take out an ad. So in all my local areas in every city and around me, everybody had their own yellow pages. So I took out these ads and then every time a call came in, I would write down where that call came from. Right. And so before you know it, I, I just narrowed down to, you know, three or four areas that were bringing in the business. So, you know, I went out and I did weddings. Now at the time I was already, I was kind of a, not a professional dancer, but I was, you know, I was I was in the dance world. This is kind right. of breakdancing started, so I was in the dance world. So I was already a dancer, and that was when the electric slide came out. So when I did my first wedding, I just to me it was natural to go out and do the electric slide with right. everybody. You know,
2: right? And so,
1: so so you were very and, interactive.
0: Uh, that, like everybody laughed at me. The guy that I the guy that first hired me thought I was a joke. I mean, Paradise by the dashboard light was out. I was dividing up the crowd. He thought he was like I was embarrassing him you know what I mean? so you know, but, I was doing the electric slide on the dance floor you know um, I was doing Paradise by the Dashboard Light, dividing up the crowd and you know and doing doing now what I now know today is is when you create a competitive mode at a party you create energy because uh, people yeah. want to people want to beat somebody you know what I mean so it's like it's such a great skill to have developed so early on in my career because that, that could go wrong too you know so you learn how to you know, you learn how to use that. But, so for me, you know, I, I just started off doing weddings and then this lady came up to me one day and she said, um, there were two kids, there were a couple of kids at the party and I made them superstars. Like I, I we did performances for the bride and groom and right. it was amazing. And this lady came up to me, she goes, you would be so great at my son's bar mitzvah. Can you do my son's bar mitzvah? And I'm like, yeah. So she said, all right, so give me your card. So I give my card. and I go back to the DJ and I'm like, Dude, what I had no idea <laughs> what were, right? But you know
2: what's so funny, so, man, that you said that is that all these things, the interactive dancing and, you know, being involved with the electric slide and, and Paradise by the Dashboard, you were actually preheating the oven for, for what is kind of the fuel for mitzvahs today. You were actually performing a sort of a mitzvah-esque show to begin with. Kind
0: of, you know, I mean. But you know, I, I didn't really explode it until I ended up going to New York because I'm just such a New York wannabe, you know. Right. But, but I, and you know how I feel about New York. No, I, I just freaking I, love you guys. You I know? get it, man. So we
2: appreciate it.
0: So I, I, you know, I did. So I did my first bar mitzvah, and 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 I charged eighteen hundred bucks. I had two dancers, full light show, and, and it cost me 2200 to put on the show. <laughs> you know, so, right out of the gate, I got poor business skills. You know what I mean? I, I um, remember
1: my first Bar mitzvah was $800. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. I was paying the dancers, I think, 25 bucks each. Like I remember those days.
0: Dude, I thought my life was complete. I was like eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> what the? I, I, I'm not going to tell anybody about this in
1: case you know, in case I'm doing something wrong. You know. So, so for for the listeners, I, that's not the normal price anymore. Yes, that is not the normal price.
2: Now now our, uh, our eight hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. That's usually uh, kind of a deposit. So that's good. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll take it. So At,
0: for me. So for me, just to finish the story and how I got into bar mitzvahs, because it's kind of important. So my agent said to me one day, he said, look, you got to watch this video. And I watched this video of heart to heart. And I was just like, oh, this is just, I mean, this is amazing. I mean, this is back when New York was really thumping, you know? And, and so for me, I just said, all right, well, in order for me to get good, I need to go to New York. So I can't, there's no other way. So I packed up and I got. I went to New York one night. I got there like one o'clock in the morning, and I knew exactly where to go. I went to the I went to the warehouse that of the company that I just loved. Right, and they all came back, and I told them how much I loved them. I knew who they all were (laughs) from the videos that I had watched, and they said, "If you know us." we're we're so taken by the fact that you would drive here well, what do you want to know and so they all became my friends and that's how I started my my basically my career in bar mitzvahs. wow so that's,
2: that's amazing a story and and jumping right into uh Richie Hart's backyard is uh it's pretty awesome man I mean that's that's literally like an og in the in the mit world so man. He,
0: he was like man I'm friends with I'm friends with one of the guys that started with him. He started in his garage, man. Like he started in his garage, two young kids, like Richie's father. I mean, I don't know the exact story. So, I mean, if he hears this, I mean, I might be off a little bit, but Richie's father was a musician and Richie used to go with him to perform at the events. And, and one day, like Richie said, told, told, I think my friend Elliot, go down to Woolworths and buy all the party items. And so my friend Elliot like went down and bought all the party items, and that's how party items started. Nobody in New York was doing that, and so that guy really did start all of this dancers, and I mean, like I, I like I, I talk to him from time to time, and I'm just so amazed at what he did. He created an entire movement. Like think about all the things that he did. You know, you know how like you do live instruments. You know how he started that. He was, walking, he was walking in the city one day, and him and Elliot were walking down the street, and they heard this drumming beat at a club down in the basement. And he goes, yo, hey, let's go downstairs. So he walks downstairs, and he sees this drummer in the middle of the nightclub playing to the drum music, and Richie goes, I'm doing that. And that he did that. And wow. so you know how it is in this business. If well, you do something that great, some other DJs are going to see you. I mean, so that's I it. Mean, that, that, that dude is just like, I mean, he, we all owe it to that guy. You
2: no, you're I mean? absolutely right, man. So you went from New York to making your way back to Boston and developing this company called Pure Energy that totally rocks out there. So you got Pure Energy. You're rocking and rolling. What would you say, man, makes your brand, your Pure Energy brand, different from the competition that you see in Boston now? So,
0: you know, when you really think about all the DJ companies, you know, okay, so let me just tell you this. A a client said to me one day, which kind of really shocked me, um, she said, she called and she wanted information on my event, uh, on my company, right? So I called her back and I said, hey, it's Johnny K from, you know, Pure Energy Entertainment. And she goes, "Um, okay, um, wait, what company were you and I said, Oh, Johnny Kay, because you know, at the time, I mean I you know, I got my ego going a little bit. Right. So I'm kind of thinking like you don't know who you, you don't know who I ego. am?
2: I said Johnny right. Kay.
0: So, <laughs> so she said to me, this is what she said to me. She said, Well, to be honest with you, we have gone to so many, they kind of all blend into each other. Right. And and to be at the level that I thought I was at, you know, like we all go, you know, I thought I was like, you know, some rock star or something like that. To hear that, it's such a a kick in the, you know, in the ego that like, but you don't remember me. So, but, but I also was smart enough to realize, hang on a second. So what makes us different? Like why, like, and it's, and it's, you know, if you really think about that, I mean, We all have lights. Some have different lights. We all have stages. We all have dancers. We all have this. We all have that. So I think I think the company. I think what makes us different is our style, right? So it's really just our style. You know, all MCs. You know, we all the young people watch you young people watch me when they come up then they emulate us and then what they do is they bring their own you know their own flair into it you know we all start off like rocket ships right so that's pretty much how it goes you know and and that's how we all go but as we get older and we, we have families and we have you know i have a little boy and i'm married it's so much more to me now than what it was when i was doing it 10 15 years ago so yeah, I, I do love all the follow me's and all the dancing, but for me, it's about, it's about family, right? So I think what makes us different is that you know, we really wanna, we really wanna focus on that little boy or girl, right? We really wanna focus on her. And I'm not saying that other DJs don't. Right. I'm just saying that, you know, it's so hard to create a style because create, I mean, it's so hard to explain a style because when you explain a style, you're trying to explain a taste, right? So and it's almost hard to do that you know what? so what do you mean your style I think that you know we just have this this personality like you know nothing is too serious I mean we joke we joke a lot in a way that you know we make we just make people feel like family and comfortable and I think if I was to look at the last 10 years or the last 20 years till now um I I've come more into my own I'm more relaxed so I can I can kind of make it more about the boy or girl or the father or the sister or the mom and the dad and really I think really spotlight some moments that I would not have done since I was when I was when I was younger so my competitors are all younger and they're all fantastic and I love them right you know because they're just great guys you know what I mean I want to say kids but they're great guys but I think that you know, and I talk to them about this stuff too. Is that when you get older and you have a, a child of your own, and it just means more. So your your content means more, right? right? So you know, when I speak, when I you know, like, it's, it's not that every PMC doesn't do a a brother sister battle, but I know what it's like to have my son on stage. I don't have, he doesn't have a sibling, but I know what it's like on on stage to have my son maybe battle his friends because i've seen that or so i initiate those things i feel like i you know what what makes me i, I want to say different i don't i don't even know if it's different well, you, I,
1: you I know just what, say, what? you know i, I want to jump in for a second when when i look online and social media and i see your company i see you know the rest of the industry to me what stands out about your company makes you different is your unique setups your unique looks yeah, and, your and production some, some, is some of the cool stuff you build so I'd like you to kind of tell the listeners here a little bit about like some of the coolest things you've built, some of the unique setups. I mean, I think the clients here want to hear, you know, what what's hot, what's new, and you know, they may not be following you online, so you know, give them a little insight on that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: like, first of all, I watch all the shows. You know, I watch the Oscars. I watch the, you know, I watch the, you know, the the, the magic shows. Yeah, the you know, Grammys, I watch, Everything. I watch. I watch. I w- and plus I go to a lot of shows, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my wife gets mad at me because I'm always trying to figure out how they do that. That doesn't <laughs> look, that isn't, you know, that's not a real rock. How did they make that? You know right. what I mean? So, I, so, 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 so I think I start with just crazy goals, crazy, asp- crazy aspirations, right? I really want to lower the kid from the ceiling on fire. If I could, I'm
2: never going to light saying? you on fire. That's great. So,
0: and I and I say that sometimes in my sales presentations with the kids, and I just think I'm out of my mind. They're like, "Yeah, we want this guy." You know what I mean? But like, if I could bring, when, I was watching um, the Gaudy uh, the Gaudy show or something it was it a it reality TV, and I, right. when I saw this. You guys have this venue in New York. I think it's in Staten Island. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they get in an elevator and they come up through the floor. So. You know, when I see this kind of stuff, I think to myself, how can I create that and bring that to an event? Is that possible? You know, I don't want to have silver trust like everybody else has. So I cold paint my trust. Right. You know, I, I don't want to have the traditional DJ booth you know, so you know, I'll create a pixel DJ boot, so it looks more like you know, it's it's you know, you create rainbows and letters and you know, and words and things like that. You know, do you, do you have a um, favorite
1: item? Like, is there a one favorite thing that you've made that you just love?
0: Yeah is a few man i mean you know i i made i mean my pixel wall that i love it's 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 ridiculously complicated but the fact that i was able to do something like that yeah i and the sets that i that i create are you know they're they're crazy and and but
1: and Johnny but, for but, somebody listening what what is a pixel wall for somebody listening that doesn't yes. know
0: so well it's a wall that stands about uh 10 feet tall, and it's about maybe uh, 12 feet wide. And each one of those LEDs that are on there are pixels. And through the right programming, you can make that thing do some amazing stuff. So, I mean, you can, it, it, it comes from the Christmas lighting idea, basically. It's its kind of like that. So you can chase lights back and forth, and it's just an awe factor without going to a video wall, honestly. So it's just really cool and, you know, still to this day, not a lot of people have it because the companies, the, you know, the large lighting companies aren't making it. So it's still something that we, you know, that we have over, you know, a lot of other people and it's extremely expensive to build, you know? Right. Um, And then the staging, you know, obviously, you know, the staging that's out there now, I mean, we kind of all have the same type of staging. So for me... I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, since everybody else already has this, what can I do to change my staging? Now, I do have that. Unfortunately, gentlemen, I'm not gonna tell you what that is right now. <laughs> but, but I will tell you that it, it is along the lines of, um, you know, moving forward with changing the, the dynamic of what a stage should be. Okay. You know, making a stage really, not just platforms, but, Allowing the stage to be a little bit more interactive and maybe play a role in the reveal of the boy or girl.
1: So it's going to have and an elevator in it, just like Staten Island. That's it it.
0: It, it. it may have a lifter in it. Yes, it may. You know, and then you know, listen, you guys all know about CO two. I mean, CO two is big. Um, you know, you can't really do low iron. Um, I mean, you can't really do fog out here. So, I mean, but but how to incorporate all of that stuff? you know, into a show, which by the way, is easy and cost effective to set up. I mean, you know, it's CO2 is expensive, you know, and it can be expensive. So how can we do it at a party, give the client the introduction that they really deserve? You know what I mean? They just absolutely should have that. And how can we do it so that A, uh, the client can afford it or would want to spend the money for it. and, And it's easy to set up and break down um, and make it make it economical I love know, it and it, sa-
2: it sounds like you're, you're talking about you know more along the lines of true theatrical production which is amazing um,
0: I feel like that that is definitely something that I would love to move in you know I just we have a CNC machine right. and we have a printer now so you know we're now starting to produce all of our own graphics and all of our own sets so I think like when a client wants something unique and different, we can actually produce something for them. You know, you've seen those big letters uh, that, 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 you know, that, you know, Alley, and it's in like a, a four-foot letter. Yes. Uh, or a,
2: but, but We just had them in our, in our mission font. this past weekend. Yeah.
0: But but it's all one font. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, um, so right there, that's a perfect example. What makes me different? I can't have that. You know, everybody <laughs> had that letter font. I want a script font. You know right. what I mean? So how do I get five-foot or eight-foot letters in a script font for Allie?
2: You know? It's awesome. it
1: yourself super That's awesome. Cool. So, so five years from the future, right now, where, where do you think the mitzvah industry is going to be?
0: Well, first of all, uh, we're, we're always going to have bar mitzvahs because kids are always going to be. Bar, they're always going. They're always going to be mitzvahs, right? So, I I think that if you know, when you look at when you look at history, you know, it's the same thing. Mitzvahs go based on economy. So, <clears throat> you know. First of all, we would need to know where the economy is going to be in five years. But um, I think you know there's always going to be celebrations. I think that you know because because look at it like this. I've been doing it for twenty two or twenty three years. Right. Richie Hart was doing it longer than that. You know what I mean? He was doing it longer than that. So so we're always. I think there's always going to be a market here. And you know, at some point, at the end of the day, I may have stages that open up and. The kids, the family comes out of them, but at the end of the day, there's still stages. So, you know, we're still going to have stages. We're probably still going to have motivators because motivate some companies use their motivators for so much more than just being out there dancing. I mean, you know, they use them for what they should be used for and to assist the family. And my friend and my friend Jasmine in Chicago, she, her, she has one dancer dedicated to that boy or girl. I mean, it's just amazing. Like that's, That dancer is for that little boy or girl, and bottom line is that little boy or girl gets what she or he wants, and that's basically, I don't want to say assistant or bodyguard or whatever, but that's what she does. So I think that as we move forward and as the younger younger generation comes up, they're going to want to top the size of the show. But I think they'll just become more refined at it. They'll just get better at it, you know? Um, you know, the scripting will get better. The stages will get better. The lighting will get better.
1: Can, Johnny, I can, think... can we talk dancers for just a second, dancers and motivators? Like, sure. Do you, do yeah. you have um, a formula in your mind of how many motivators you need or what what is to, like, what's the minimum you would put on that party?
0: So, okay. Uh, you know, my answer to that is as an MC, you know, I train, you know, and I always say, you have to be able to do a party without a dancer. Because if you can't do a party without a dancer, really, how good are you? You know what I mean? Right. You should be able to do a party. If your sound goes down and your light goes down, you should be able to do a party. So, I mean, look, the more dancers, the better, but it all comes down to the family. You know, if you have four or five dancers and they're really in tune with you, like, like you know, the MC, <clears throat> Depending on how good the MC is and how how tight the MC and the, his dancers or her dancers are, for that matter, right? That's really going to determine, you know, if they're going to overshadow the family. You know, sometimes you'll have dancers that just really don't get it. You right. know, they they think that it's just about being in a club. You know what I mean? Right. But if you have the right dancers and they're trained well and they understand that it's to complement the family. And to do some really cool stuff. You know what I mean? Because that's essentially why we're hiring them, cause to do what they can do. Um, so, look, I, I always have two dancers, at least two dancers on my shows. I mean, I'm not saying that every time. Sometimes I only have one. But I like four. Four is my number. Um, six is really cool, but it depends on the family that I have, too. You know, if I have a, a family that comes from New York, which I do have. Right. And they're, they're already they're already programmed the more dancers. So they want more dancers, okay? So we give them more dancers. Um, so I, I like four dancers if you're asking my opinion about how many dancers, you know?
2: Cool. Nice. Very cool. So uh, if you could say, you know, to any family planning a, a bar mitzvah, a bat mitzvah, um, you know, Boston here, or whatever, uh, what are some tips that I guess you would give them personally to you know, get the most out of the experience to get the best culture for, for their family to, and, and just to get the best, uh, I guess, performance from their, from not only their entertainment company, but the performance for the day as a whole, like some, some really good tips to, you know, bring it all together on the day of.
0: So it's a really, really good question, Jordan, because I, t- I tell you, if if I could give the secrets to my clients and things for them to know, um, of what to look for when they're hiring a company, you know, it, it, this would, would it be, this is what it would be. First of all, I would tell them you hire a company that trains their MCs the same. You know, when you have a company that doesn't have the MCs trained the same, if something were to happen to your MC, then you need to have another MC to take over that could basically do the same, if not the same, close to the same job that the original MC that you picked can do. Right. So really, that, that's that's really, really important, you know? Um, and so, but I, I would tell you that for me, if I was planning my son's Bar Mitzvah, and I'm not lucky enough to be Jewish, ah, you get that? <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> I think we're all Jewish in a way, right? We so, all, I, we're anyway, all so, JBA,
2: man. Jewish by association, I'll take it.
0: Oh, man. Jewish community has really changed my whole world. My whole life just made me who I am, it's like, I just love them, you know? Anyway, so I would say that if I was shopping for a company, first I'd pick the company that had like, like MCs, that's number one. But I would listen to the presentation because for me, it. now that I have a little six-year-old, right. for me, it is all about Mason, hands down, period. And I got guys, I got to tell you, I didn't get that until I had Mason. So I'm not saying pick an MC that has a child because that's not fair to other MCs that don't have a child. I'm just saying that for me, you know, I get it you know what i mean so i i I just would say make sure the mc is talking about your child make sure the mc is saying things or you know see i don't know how you guys do it but we sell our own clients so if a client calls for me i sell me if a client calls for mark mark sells him right client calls for mike and vice versa so we're a little different than other companies. We're not selling our MCs. They're doing their own sales because we want the client to connect with the MC that that they've either seen or heard about, right. or we pick for them. We want them to speak to that MC right away. You know what I mean? So I would say, listen to the MC's presentation and and try to find the things that they say or find the things that they don't say that's different than everybody else. We all sell the same thing. Oh, yeah, we got the best lights. We got the best sound. We got the best stage. We got to have the best this. We have the best that. But the way I present myself is really just all about wanting to know about the family, you know, because that's what I'm about. You know what I mean? I want to know the differences between Allie and Josh, who's smarter, what cereal they like. You know
1: what I mean? Like, right. I want to know that. Yeah, the personalized because- stuff.
0: And I'd say, you know, I could be like, all right, who? If I if I meet with a family, I might say, all right, who smarter are right, you two? And they both point to each other. You know what I mean? They're like, right. They point to themselves, right? I'll ask them, you know, controversial questions. I say, out of mom and dad, which one's are most likely to give you your own way? You know, just to see what they say. Right? You know what I mean? And I really do mean that stuff. And so I feel like you know that's a different way of selling because I'm not really selling. I'm just trying to get to know their family. You know? So I would say pick an MC that gets the family thing, understands it, really appreciates the whole family thing. Pick an MC that understands you um, and, and can really mold themselves around your personality style, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, listen, I have New York families. I have a New York mom with a Boston dad. That's, that is a really different mix right there. it right. <laughs> like a different mix. So the MC has to be able to become more of a chameleon with his personality style or her personality style and be able to alter, you know, them. I mean, you know, I think when I got into this business, it was all like I was it was me. Right. Right. But as you get on and you learn, you realize it is really nothing about you. It's so about the family. So you really have to become them. So sometimes it's acting, you know, but that's really what makes true professionals. I think, you know, true, true MCs, you know, is becoming your family, becoming part of their family, really embracing them, them embracing you. I think that's really been my success. So I don't know. Does that answer you? Or yeah, no, that, that's awesome, man.
2: That? that That's awesome. You know, because especially in in our industry where we are, and I'm sure by you guys, it almost seems like, you know, obviously the enhancements and all the fun toys has started to become like the latest trend which is cool it's great to accent an event with something that plays into the theme and plays into the vibe but you know it all really needs to divert itself back to the talent the human beings the living breathing life forms that are going to be the fuel for this event that's where the personalization comes into play that's where like you know just the vibe and the energy and just the the performance can all be kind of cultivated you know by by humans and and that's really the driving force for the event and that's really what we want to kind of convey that's what we're trying to preach back here too is that all the toys are great and all well and good but you know there's no substitute for pure god-given talent
0: you know and what's and what's what's crazy about this business is that well what's crazy about this business for me is that i was accepted into a culture of which i really you know have no business being. in. if you really think about it, the one thing that I love about the Jewish community, and I tell this to to people that, you know, that are so stupid and closed minded that they don't understand is that the thing about the Jewish community that, that, that is so great is that when you are embraced, you are embraced, like you belong, you know what I mean? And, and the thing about the Jewish community is if they love you, they love you, right? you know? And, and so that's really what happened to me was that, you know, I'm, my last name is Kelly. I'm I'm as far away from being Jewish as you can be. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I know my brokers, You know what I mean? So that's and, it. And so I I think like you know, being embraced by the Jewish community and learning what the Jewish community is all about, how philanthropic they are. I mean, if you, you guys know this. I mean, it's not anything I'm not telling you. Like no, it, the, it's it's really I great mean, info. In Mitzvah projects. When I would listen, when I had my confirmation, there was no confirmation project. Right. We we had a couple of Hail Marys and our fathers. We went home, we got some cupcakes. We, uh, we uh, yelled after putting getting a stain on our white suit. Right? Right? That's and, it. And, you know, and that was it. But, you know, you Jewish people teach their kids. And I'm not saying Catholics don't and other families don't. I'm just saying what I've seen in my life, you know, they teach their kids about being kind. They teach their kids about doing for others. And so because of that, that's how I am to my kid. You know, that's how I teach my kid. So I feel like it, it, it's just a match made in heaven for me. You know what I mean? I know that was off topic a little bit, but um, I just think that, you know, to, to, to anybody that's planning an event, pick the right MC, get the, get the company that's going to be behind you, but get the right MC because that MC is going to speak on your behalf and, and how they address your guests, how they talk to your kids, they talk to you how they present themselves it, it is all part of it you know they're they're part of your event you're assembling a team of people to make sure that your investment is one that you will never forget and I really focus on that you know I really really do I want that fo- I want that photo listen I'm a little insecure well I right, I'm a lot insecure and <laughs> Which we'll never sure understand
1: that- why yes
0: Dude, dude, when kids come up to me and say, "You did my bar mitzvah," I, the kids like thirty five years old. You did my bar mitzvah, or however old they are, right? You did my bar mitzvah, and you're better now. You know what that does for me? Like I go, I tell my wife that. You know, I'd be mean? like, I'll call my wife on the phone. Hang hey, on, honey. And I get, it, I have the boy. Honey, this kid's name is Josh Weinstein. You got to talk to him for a second. I just, you know, you know what I mean? Like I do that because listen, I tell people this all the time. The money that they pay me is gonna come and it's gonna go. Right. It's probably already gone the, before the party. You know what I mean? It's, it's what I've done for their family and what they've done for me too, by the way. It's not just, it's not just about me. It's about them too. And, and, and when I go to parties and, and most of the families at that party are families that I've worked for, it's like a family reunion. And you know what? Those families are, those parties are even better for me. You know, I don't take for granted that you know that that I've that I've amassed this big company because, you know, for me it's just you know we we have four MCs you know right. and we go out every every single weekend we see our families and we love them you know what I mean so well you,
1: I feel you, like- you figured out you figured out the great formula and you know we're 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 a little past our, our time I mean we could talk with you for hours man you're so full of knowledge and excitement Jordan and I get all amped up but. Um, I, I did think, though, Johnny, you brought a, a really great point to the table. You know, it, it's not a
2: an enhancement; it's not a you know a, a a thing that you could you could purchase to make the event or the day go better. It's it's talent. It's it, the MC. So, all you guys listening out there in Mytho World, you know, focus on that talent, the, the the driving force, the representation of your family for the day, uh, and and the people that are going to be the mouthpiece and the and the the visual, you know, to represent your family to the fullest. That's huge. So that 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 yeah. was such a great. You know, nugget that that's huge, and, and I'm I
0: taking. Let, our... let me capitalize on that for a second, guys. I just want to say one thing, uh, and this is a message to an MC. All right, and you guys saw my seminar, or one, I think Jordan, maybe you saw my seminar in Atlantic City. Yes, right? I Jordan. did. This is what I say to an MC. All right, you yeah. have the perfect party coming up. Let's just say in two weeks, little you know, young little girl, she's having her bat mitzvah. She's got a little brother. The whole family is excited. Mom and dad just can't wait for the party. And then calls you and tells you that mom's father passed away. Right? Right. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? How are you going to alleviate the pain from this family? Is that even possible? Are you good enough to to? to put that aside at the party and bring forward the celebration of which that little girl's grandfather would have wanted her to have. And that comes down to skill that comes down to talent that comes down to ability that comes down to experience. How do you make that family feel just as special and feel, you know, and bring the love back into that room and that, It's just really something. And as far as parents go, pick the MC that you know can handle any situation. Because if that photo booth doesn't work, if that LED dance floor falls apart, so what? I mean, I know you spent money on it and you'll deal with that later. Right. But if you have the right MC and the right team, listen, I had the sound go out on me. The sound went out. What do you do? You start singing. Well, we all. You start singing. You start singing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I you start singing songs. I mean, you do what you have to do, I and know. that's really the company that you hire is the insurance company. Wow, that was a really good statement.
2: I should. That use was really that.
1: good. Yeah, well, that that's that's was really true, good. Patting you know? that one.
2: That's gonna be our. That's gonna be our teaser into the episode.
0: <laughs>
2: the company <laughs> the that you hire <laughs> is your is the insurance company. That's what's yep. up. No, man, that's awesome, Johnny, and thank you so much. We really appreciate uh, all the time and uh, the great information you know, from, from Boston and uh, just getting an outside perspective, and uh, I think that's, uh, that's great, man. That's how we'll cap it here for, for our, our episode this week. So, uh, again, guys, this is Mastering Mitzvahs. Jordan Marshall, my partner, Mike Langsner, Explosive Entertainment, right here bringing you guys the very best in bar and bat mitzvah development, and a big thank you to Johnny K. from Boston. And Johnny, before we go off, no, it's our pleasure, man. Before we go offline, uh, really quick, uh, why don't you give everybody the handles uh, where they can find you, find Pure Energy, if they have any more questions or they want to kind of bounce some ideas off you as a family, just looking to plan some stuff. So uh, give them, give them all the outlets.
0: Well, certainly, if anybody had any questions, and it's really, it's not about sales. If anybody had a question they wanted to do something, I don't care what part of the country you're from, you're more than welcome to email me, uh, Johnny K. At pureenergyentertainment.com. That's all three words spelled out, and there is two e's in the middle of that. Nice. Um, and you can visit me on uh, Facebook. Um, so it's uh, it's actually the Johnny Kelly. Uh, I don't know why that is. It just is. Boy, and that, that's energy you. You
2: are the Johnny Kelly.
0: Yeah, I guess I am. So, <laughs> uh, right? You know that's what I mean. It. So um, so then uh, pure energy entertainment in Boston is our company name, and uh, yeah.
2: And and what's the website, you know? Johnny? On that. So it's pureenergyentertainment.com. Awesome, awesome. Thank you again so much. And uh, guys, we'll put all of uh, Johnny's uh, uh, handles into the uh, into the format uh, before we release this episode. You guys could check it all out there.
1: So again, Mastering Mitzvahs, Mikey. Johnny, this is fun, man. We got to do another road trip up to you soon.
0: Yeah, please do, man. I really want to see you guys again. You know, I love you too anyway, you
1: know? We
2: love you too, buddy. Thanks for the time. And uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. And we will see and uh, speak with everybody
1: next week. Later.